0: laid in our hearts in the word
1: of the Lord. So with hearts turned to Jesus Christ, I'm going to ask you to join me in three
0: passages of the scriptures. And I'm going to call these passages out and just ask you to hold your finger in each. Uh, You have ten fingers, so you, you, you have three to use there in these passages. So first, I want to draw your attention to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 10. And herein I'm going to read verses 9 through 11. 1 Samuel chapter 10. The next scripture that we are going to read is from the book of Jeremiah chapter 18. And therein I will read verses 1 through 4. Those are our two Old Testament passages. Again, 1 Samuel chapter 10. And Jeremiah chapter 18. And then there is one passage that we will read into your hearing from the New Testament. That is the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Therein we will read verses 50 through 57. So again, 1 Samuel chapter 10, Jeremiah chapter 18, and from the New Testament book of first corinthians chapter 15 so i hope that you will be able to follow along with us as we read these passages into your hearing and we will speak about these passages explicitly as we go forward in this sermon beginning in first samuel chapter 10 We are entering a time when the first earthly king of Israel, whose name was Saul, is being anointed king by the prophet Samuel. And Samuel has given Saul a number of instructions that he wants Saul to follow. And so after the instructions are given, it is Saul's job to go and follow what has been said to him. And so we pick up Saul's responsibility in the ninth
1: verse. So follow along with me as these words are recorded. And it was so that when he, that's talking about Saul, had turned his back to go from Samuel... God gave him another heart and all those signs came to pass that day that which Samuel had told Saul about. Verse number 10, and when they, Saul and those that were with him, came thither to the hill, behold, a company of prophets met him. And the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them. Still talking about Saul. Verse number 11, And it came to pass, when all that knew him before time saw that, behold, he prophesied among the prophets. Then the people said one to another, What is this that is come unto the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? Amen.
0: The book of Jeremiah chapter 18. We're going to read into hearing verses 1 through 4. This is an Old Testament
1: prophet of the Lord. And the Lord speaks to him for this specific purpose found in these verses. Jeremiah 18 verse number 1, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I, Jeremiah, went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels And the vessel that he, that is the potter, made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Amen. Our final scripture in the New Testament,
0: book of 1 Corinthians. We'll begin reading at verse number fifty. And read down through verse number 57.
1: These words are recorded. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, look, I show you a mystery We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption. The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus
0: Christ. Let the church say amen. All right. Now, I know some of you that come to church quite often are trying to figure out How are these scriptures related? Because on the surface, these passages that we've read into your hearing seem to be unrelated. And quite honestly, without an understanding
1: of how these scriptures connect, I would risk losing you very quickly to the imagination of your own mind. So let me get right into taking the opportunity to explain how these scriptures connect. And then after we give an explanation, we hope by the leading of the Holy Ghost to walk you through a three-step process that everyone must go through if we desire eternal fellowship with the Almighty God who is our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, all three of these passages are connected thematically. They all have one theme common. And if this was a Bible class or I was in front of my students teaching on a weekday, I I would have asked them to analyze these verses and make an inference as to what the theme is. But because we're preaching, I don't have that kind of time. And so I'm going to just break a rule of teaching and just give you the answer. I don't normally like to give my students the answer, but I'm just going to give you the answer. Each of these scriptures deals with one theme, and that theme is change. Somebody say change. Now, in 1 Samuel, we see the newly appointed and newly anointed King Saul receiving another heart. Therefore, we conclude that his heart was changed. In Jeremiah, the Old Testament prophet receives an illustration from our Lord as he watches the potter work with clay on the wheel. And during the process, the potter noticed that something was wrong with the vessel that he was making. And so he decided to change it. And so we conclude that the vessel was changed. In our final text, Paul, the apostle, is speaking about eschatological events. And he informs us about the transformation that will happen to those who are in Christ when Jesus comes to take his church out of the world. He explicitly says in verses 51 and 52, we shall be Changed, Therefore, with the establishment that these texts indeed are uh, related thematically, let me be clear that the word from the Lord today is calling us to recognize that everyone here needs to go through three major changes in their life. And so we're going to talk about those changes in some detail. But before we do, I'm wondering if anyone here has enough faith to pray a prayer that this message is calling us to. Is there someone here that wants to walk closer with the Lord? Amen. Is there someone here that is perhaps not satisfied with things as usual and you're looking for something different in your life? Is there someone here who feels in their heart that you don't want to stay in the same position that you are currently in? Is there anybody like that here today? Well, I'm here to tell you that if you fit in any or all of those categories that we just mentioned, I'm calling you by the word of the Lord to look to the Lord Jesus Christ from the depths of your soul and say to him, I need a change. Oh, that is the word of the Lord today. I need a change. Oh, bless the Lord. And so I must pause here and say a word about change. Because if we're going to be honest, change is not something that most people, especially people that are comfortable in their present condition, it's not something that people like much. Amen. And because human beings have an inexplicable ability to adapt to almost any situation. Sometimes it is hard to get people to see that they need to change. Now this is part of my task today and I pray God help me uh, because I want to call you out of your comfort zone. Uh, Part of my task today is to upset your equilibrium. My desire is to help you see the realities that perhaps, amen, you have not thought about before, with the purpose of helping you understand that change is necessary if we are going to have eternal fellowship. With the Lord Jesus Christ. Is there anybody here that wants to fellowship with God eternally? I'm not just talking about a Sunday morning time when you come to church. I'm talking about an everlasting fellowship with the Lord that will go beyond even your present temporary lifespan. There is an opportunity here and, and something that we can take advantage of whereby we can have eternal fellowship and relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so even though change is not something that we like to deal with from time to time, I'm encouraging you to open your heart to the word of the Lord that you hear today and if it calls for you to make a change my friend my brother my sister I'm encouraging you to make that change and if it feels hard to do just lift your hands and say to the Lord I need a change Oh, bless the Lord. And so then let's talk about these changes. In turning our attention back to these holy scriptures, which we read a bit earlier, let us remember that each passage has a specific change that it's going to deal with. Amen. Each one of these passages is a change that we need to have to happen in our life. And then the first passage gives us then the first change that needs to happen. Remember in 1 Samuel chapter 10, amen, the Bible lets us know that Saul received another heart. Do you remember that? And he received another heart from God in verse 9. And then we see evidence in verses 10 and 11 that he received a visitation from the Spirit of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus Christ. Just as Saul received a new heart and was endowed with the Spirit of God, so every one of us must have the same experience. In plain terms, the first change everyone must experience is the change of regeneration. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. The change of regeneration. Now, the word regeneration in its original form in the scriptures, in Greek, it means a new birth or a renewal or a rebirth. And every person born into the world needs to be regenerated. And the part in particular that needs to be regenerated is Is our heart notice that the first change that happened to saul in our scripture was that the lord gave him another heart and so what is this heart that we're talking about we're not talking about the physical pump in our bodies that pumps oxygen-rich blood throughout the body we're talking about the spiritual heart the moral control center of our being that was corrupt when our poor parents Adam and Eve disobeyed God's commandments in the garden of Eden contrary to evolutionary theory and Adam and Eve were made by God and set in a garden called Eden and Adam in particular was given the commandment of caring for the garden and so he did that diligently he named all the animals that was another the job that he was given by God. Now there was one thing that Adam could not do. Everything else Adam was free to do but there was one thing that Adam could not do and that one thing was to eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God told Adam every other tree in this garden you can freely eat of but of that one One tree, I don't want you to eat it lest you die. And isn't it just something that as people in our humanity, uh, sometimes our curiosity is piqued by the things we can't have and we don't dwell and rejoice in all that we can have. And so here it is now that Eve, the first woman, and was beguiled, was deceived by the serpent, That spoke to her and began to question what God actually said. Amen. And just to make sure we're staying in time here. Amen. The long and short of it is that Eve took of the fruit and ate it and gave it to Adam. And he also did eat. And at that moment, what God said would happen, happened. At that moment, their soul, which was connected to God, was cut off from God because they disobeyed his commandments. And and, and when they did this, something called sin entered into the world and it began to affect everything in its path it began to affect the human body because now the body and the spirit and the soul were corrupted it began to affect the literal creation now things began to deteriorate which before were supposed to last sin had a extremely detrimental effect on everything that it touched praise the lord and and it did not just affect the things at the present time of Adam and Eve, but the Bible says that the sin that Adam sinned, the effects of it were passed down to future generations, even to this day. The Bible says that even though we did not sin after the same way that Adam sinned, sin is still present with us, when we are born into the world. Oh, thank you Jesus Christ. Mm, Thank you Lord and and this is something that everyone needs to understand because I know that psychologists tell us that we are essentially good and every once in a while we make mistakes. I know that in the nation of Islam and the Muslims do not believe that sin is present upon your birth but that as as a matter of course you get in to it, but I always scratch my head to say, then what do I do about my two sons that don't know a whole lot about the world, but if I tell them don't touch the cookie in the cookie jar, I still find their hands in it. That's because there's something there already, amen, that is driving them to do what they should not do. Amen. The Bible lets me know, behold, I'm in Psalm 51 and 5 now. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Upon entering in the world, we come in with a sinful nature. This is why sometimes you find it hard to do what is right because something is pulling on you to do what is wrong and too many times people choose the wrong over the right but again there is a change that you can undergo which will give you power to be able to abstain from the wrong and walk in what is right and again that change is re- Generation to be made new. Somebody said, I want to be new. How can I be new? Because I feel like the life that I have lived has been filled with so much wrongdoing. I've done too much. I, I've done said things I, I should not have said. I've looked at things I should not have looked at. I've touched things I should not have touched. I've thought about things I should not have thought about. I've just flat out done things that were wrong. Praise God. I need a change. Oh, thank you, Jesus Christ. Well, the Bible tells me there's hope for you. Jesus said, I can give you the change that you're looking for. I can regenerate your heart. I can give you another heart. Jesus said except the man be born again of the water and of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God why can't he enter because the man the woman the boy or girl is a sinner and sin can't make it into heaven I don't care how many preachers you see praying over somebody to make it to heaven i here to tell you by the word of the Lord Uh, that if you didn't die right, you're not going to end up on the other side right. uh, You've got to die right in order to see the face of God in peace and Jesus gave us the formula he said be born of the water and born of the spirit what does that mean in other words Jesus said you need your sin to be washed away and the only way that happens is in the waters of baptism Somebody say thank God for baptism. Oh, hallelujah to the Lord. I thank God for water baptism because it is through that vehicle whereby our sin is able to be taken off of us. Oh, thank you, Lord. From the time you were a child up till now, amen, sin has been on you and because sin is on you, the wrath of God abideth on you. It's only one step between you, amen, and hell today, praise God. Only one thing needs to happen and your soul can be eternally lost and separated from God but if you would allow the change of regeneration to take place and then you can be able to see the Lord you need your sin to be washed away and in the waters of baptism this can happen hallelujah to the Lord the Bible tells me that the like figure meaning baptism whereunto it does now save us. Baptism is not just taking a bath to get your body clean, but it will result in the answer of a good conscience toward God. Uh, Why is that significant? Because you'll no longer have to worry about feeling shame for what you've done because that now will be in the past. You won't have to feel that guilt. Hallelujah for the things that you have done because it's going to be in the past. How is it made possible when you get in the water and someone baptizes you, it means take you down and bring you up, they will call the name of God over you and the name of God let me say unequivocally is Lord Jesus Christ oh bless the name of God when the name of the Lord is called over you amen the blood of Jesus which He shed on the cross of Calvary is applied to your life you can't see it amen but you'll feel it So I have a witness here when you come up out of the waters of baptism, having the name of Jesus called over you, you will feel, do I got a witness in this church or not? You'll feel a change. It'll feel like a weight has been lifted off of your shoulder because the weight of sin was more than you could bear. But I'm so glad that in baptism in the name of Jesus, your sins can be be taken away. And, and if you're glad about it, just give God a praise right here. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I bless you for baptism in your name. Oh, bless the Lord, and after you're baptized in water, you need to be baptized in the Spirit. Jesus said you need to be born again of water and of Spirit, and so what is the Spirit baptism? That is the reception of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, which the Bible calls the Holy Ghost. Everybody needs the Holy Ghost. The Bible says if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. I'm here to tell you, you don't belong to God until you receive God's Spirit. And the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, they are synonymous terms. Amen. The Holy Ghost needs to come to live in side of your being and I'm here to tell you when the Holy Ghost comes it brings something that you never had in your life it brings power oh bless the name of God the Bible says in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 but ye shall receive power come on church lift your hand and say power ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Do you remember that after Saul received another heart, that the prophets met him, and the Bible said the Spirit of God came upon him, and he began to prophesy. Amen. And it was so demonstrative. Oh, I I thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm just trying to hold myself to get through the message, but I already feel Jesus here. Uh, the Bible says that Saul's experience was so demonstrative. It was so transformational. It was so different that when other people that knew him before saw him after he received another heart, that they begin to ask the question and say, is this the same man that that, that that we know, the same son of Kish? Is he also among the prophets, praise God, Amen." when the spirit of God comes upon you Uh, it will change you so demonstratively uh, that your own mother will look at you and say my God you different uh, oh bless the name of God uh, people that knew you before uh, and knew that you were going out to the club on a Saturday uh, when they see you in the church on Sunday hallelujah they look at you and say my God you're different uh, and that's because the Holy Ghost uh, can make you different friend, uh, 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 everything you don't like about you right now, Uh, the Holy Ghost can take it uh, and he can change you. He can regenerate you, uh, amen, to where now when you look at yourself, uh, you don't so much like you, but you like what God has done in you, uh, amen, which will begin to give you confidence uh, towards God. uh, And when you know that you have received the Holy Ghost, uh, which is evidenced by speaking with other tongues Uh, as the Spirit gives utterance according to the Bible. uh, Amen. There will be such a transformation uh, that every time you come into a church service, uh, you'll feel like lifting your hands uh, and praising the Lord. uh, Every time you come to a church service, uh, you won't be able to sit quiet. uh, Every time you come to a church service, uh, you'll feel like lifting your voice and shouting hallelujah. Um, When the change of regeneration happens, you won't be able to keep your mouth shut, but you'll feel like telling somebody amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved the wretch like me. I used to be nasty. I, 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 I used to be dirty. I used to be crazy, but hey, and, uh, the grace of God uh, found me one day did God's grace find you one day uh, you ought to give God a glory right now amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved the rest like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. I've been regenerated. Let the church say amen. And so we must undergo the change of regeneration. But tell your neighbor, we're not done yet because our second text in Jeremiah lets us know of the second change that we must undergo. Now if you remember, Jeremiah saw a potter working with clay on the wheel. And that potter noticed that something was wrong with the vessel that he was making. And so he determined to change the vessel. Let the church say amen. Oh, bless the name of God. And so to make the illustration in Jeremiah understandable to us today, understand that the potter is God. And the clay is every vessel that God is molding and making for his service. In other words, that should be me and you. We ought to be the vessels that God is making to be used as vessels unto honor sanctified and meet for his use and prepared unto every good work. Uh, But remember that that potter saw something wrong and so he had to start all over and make the vessel again. And so the change there that everybody needs to undergo is the process of sanctification. Let the church say amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Even after we have been regenerated, even after we've been born again of the water and spirit, been baptized in his name and received the Holy Ghost, uh, there are still things in us that are imperfections. There are still things about our character, about the way we view things, our perspective, our worldview. Amen. It's not complete completely and made like God wants it to be made at that moment and so what God does is he uses the process of sanctification to make us less like the world and more like him let the church say amen aren't you glad that God loves you to the point that where he deals with you aren't you glad that we don't Serve like Benjamin Franklin thought, a de- he was a deist. He thought that God was like a clockmaker that just set everything in motion, hit the switch, and then stepped back to take his hands off. I'm glad that I serve a hands on God. I'm glad that I serve a God that is like the potter that brings that clay into his hands. Thank you, Jesus Christ. I need somebody who's been regenerated to pray with me right now thank you Jesus Christ because uh, I'm glad that our God has his hand uh, on me Uh, if you know that the Lord has his hand on you you ought to say thank you Jesus Uh, and and because he could have left you uh, to yourself Uh, and the principle is laid down in the book of Proverbs that anybody any child left to himself brings his mother to shame Uh, if we were left to ourselves to try to direct our own way we wouldn't get very far because this same prophet Jeremiah tells me in Jeremiah 10 and 23 that the way of man is not in himself it is not in man that walketh to direct his own steps this is why the psalmist said in Psalm 119 and 133 order my steps in thy word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me because david said in psalm 37 and 23 that the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord and he delighteth in his way let the church say amen Oh, praise the Lord. And so I'm glad the Lord has his hands on me. And as he has his hands on me, he's working with me. He's dealing with me. Because I'm not perfect yet. I'm going on. The Bible says in Hebrews 6 and 1, to perfection but I'm not perfect yet I need the Lord to work on me I need the Lord to deal with me like the potter amen molds that clay let the church say amen the God that we serve the Lord Jesus uses the process of sanctification to be sanctified means to be set apart from the world and to be set apart unto God. Come on and say amen. When the Lord deals with you, he's trying to get the world out of you. Amen. Because being born in the world, we adopted so many of worldly mentalities, worldly ways, worldly attitudes, worldly dispositions, ways that Are not in line with what God wants from us. And so, what God said is, I work with you, amen, to get everything that's not like me. Out of you now let me tell you something sometimes this process doesn't feel good oh, that potter had that clay on the wheel and there were imperfections no doubt that potter had to slam his hand on that clay and, and so he could bring it back to a state that he could start all over and sometimes we see things in us and, and that are not like God We ought to say, Lord, I need a change. Uh, Even if that means you got to start all over, uh, I'm willing to stay on your wheel. Is there anybody uh, that wants to stay on the wheel? Oh bless the Lord I'm encouraging you Don't jump off the wheel Sometimes the Lord is dealing with you And the pressure is getting great hey, Amen But he's trying to take the junk out of you That the world put in you So you can be more like him We sing the song To be like Jesus To be like Jesus How I long To be like him so meek and lowly so high and holy huh? how I long to be like him huh? but understand that that process is going to take some work huh? and it's not always going to feel good huh? but afterwards it will yield the peaceable fruits huh? of righteousness because huh? you got to get rid of the works of the flesh huh? so you can begin to bear the fruit of the spirit. Huh? I wish somebody pray with me here. Huh? We gotta get to the point where love and joy and peace uh, and goodness and long-suffering and temperance and meekness and faith uh, are the actions that we regularly demonstrate. Uh, The only way that's possible is to stay in the hand of the Lord. Uh, If he's telling you there's things that you need to get rid of in your life, uh, it's time to get rid of those things. Uh, If he's telling you there's a boy in your life, uh, amen, that's holding you down, it's time to get rid of it. If there's a girl in your life, hallelujah, that's drawn you away from fellowship with Jesus, it's time to get rid of it. And then some people know that things that they're doing are not right, but there's something in you that wants to be connected with those things. You need to lift your hand and say, Lord, I need a change. I want you, Jesus to sanctify me. did David say, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Lord, I need you to search me. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be uh, any wicked way in me and lead me uh, in the way of everlasting uh, uh, because at the end of the day I want to be right uh, and I want to be saved uh, and I want to be whole uh, I want to be all that the Lord wants me to be uh, and if that means I got to come and hear the word of the Lord that uh, uh, tells me come out uh, from among them uh, and be ye separate uh, said the Lord and touch not uh, the unclean thing And I will. God said I'll receive you. Uh, I'll be your God. You could be my sons and daughters said the almighty. Uh, wherefore having these promises uh, dearly beloved uh, let us cleanse uh, ourselves uh, of all filthiness uh, of the flesh uh, and the spirit uh, perfect Affecting holiness in the fear of God. Come on and say amen. You ought to draw nigh to God. And the promise is he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hand, ye sinner. And purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy into heaviness. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. If you know there's stuff in you that's not right, you ought to find yourself before the Lord on your knees. You got to get down in prayer and say, Lord, I need a change i need you to help my mouth that i wouldn't speak things that are not like you i need you to touch my mind so i would meditate on the word of god and not think about things that are not pleasing to you i need you to transform me i need you to deal with me all the way down hallelujah in the innermost portion of my being. Get in every crevice. Get in every cavern. Get in every nook and in every cranny. Treat me like an English muffin and get everything, Lord. All of those skeletons in the closet. Hallelujah. I don't want nobody to know about. I need you to get in there so I can stop my ways that are not like God. Come now and let us reason together the Lord wash you and make you clean put away the evil of your doing from before the eyes of the Lord cease to do evil because the Lord knoweth them that are his and every man that nameth the name of Christ needs to depart from iniquity you ought to say Lord make me a vessel unto honor sanctified And worthy of your use And prepared unto every good work Help me Lord So I can be what you want me to be Take out every imperfection If I gotta lay on my face before you I'll lay prostrate God And ask you to cleanse me Every wit Everything Every area every place get in my spirit until my attitude is right get in my mind until my thoughts are right get in my soul until I'm connected with you do something on the inside change me change me change me so I can see uh, that last change that I want to see uh, because Paul said uh, that flesh and blood uh, shall not inherit uh, the kingdom of God uh, neither shall corruption uh, inherit incorruption uh, he said behold uh, I show you a mystery uh, we shall not all sleep uh, but we shall long uh, be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trunk what is paul talking about he's talking about the change of glorification somebody lift your hands and say hallelujah Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. God said, if you let me regenerate you, if you let me give you a new heart and go through the change of regeneration, and you stay on my wheel, stay in my hand, and let me take you through the process of sanctification, then you'll have the assurance that one day you'll experience glorification. Let the church say, "There." Paul said you're going to be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump in another place he said that the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ those that went to sleep in death but were in the hand of God because they were regenerated and were being sanctified. The Bible said that they shall not continue to sleep but the dead in Christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain we're going to be glorified. We're going to be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord for this corruptible must put on incorruption I feel it here and this mortal must put on immortality tell your neighbor I'm more than what you see right now Mm, Jesus but I'm just waiting here for glory glorification. That's why I'm coming to church every time the doors are open. So the Lord can sanctify me. That's why I'm reading my Bible. That's why I'm praying and fasting. So the Lord can sanctify me. Because I'm looking for a city which has foundation. Whose builder and maker is God. For if this earthly house uh, Of this tabernacle be dissolved uh, We have a building uh, Not made with hands uh, Eternal in the heavens Uh, I'm just waiting to change my address Uh, Right now is 221 Castlewood uh, But Jesus said I go uh, To prepare a place for you Uh, And in my father's house uh, Are many mansions Uh, I only got three bedrooms Right now in a couple of bathrooms, huh? but God said I'm gonna give you a mansion huh? when I glorify you. Huh? You might be in a one-bedroom apartment huh? with one bathroom, but God said huh? if you let me work on you huh? and you let me deal with you, huh? I'll give you a mansion. Huh? Hallelujah! I go to prepare a place for you, huh? and if I go huh? and prepare a place for you. I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also, tell your neighbor, I want to be glorified. I want to be glorified Hallelujah I want this corruptible to be ready to put on incorruption I want this mortal to be ready to put on immortality for when this corruptible shall I put on incorruption and this mortal shall put on immortality then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written death Oh, hallelujah, here. Death is swaddled up in victory. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Somebody said that God took the sting out of death and he took the victory from the grave because the last enemy that will be defeated is death. Death, hallelujah. So, church of God, I encourage you today. If you need a change, say, Lord, work on me here. Work on me down here. Somebody said this is God's dressing room. He's just trying to get us ready so we can go back with him. Don't be discouraged. I know the devil will try to get you to quit. Ain't that right? the devil try to get you to turn around ha, and say there ain't nothing to it no more ha, life is too hard over here ha, you don't have all the things the world wants you to have ha, you don't have the big house and a nice car ha, just tell the devil devil you a liar ha, I don't need everything the world says I need ha, I just need what God wants me to have ha, mm, Jesus ha, somebody lift your hands and say thank you Jesus for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink but is righteousness and his peace and his joy in the Holy Ghost. How many have the Holy Ghost here? I'm talking about the real Holy Ghost. Speaking with other tongues as the spirit gives utterance. How many of y'all thank God for righteousness? I thank God I've been made right in the eyes of the Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The Bible tells me that Jesus said, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. If the God of glory said, You're right, I don't care how much the devil said, I'm wrong. I ought to walk in the confidence in the word of God and say, As long as I obey the word, I'm right in his sight and the Bible tells me that praise ha, is comely ha, for the upright ha. they are brought down and fallen ha. I wish I knew the words so you could follow me here ha. they are brought down and fallen ha, but we are risen ha, and stand upright ha. save Lord Save, Lord Let the king hear me when I call Lord, help me Lord, heal me Lord, deliver me Lord, strengthen me I feel like preaching here Lord, do me Like you want me to do Help me, Lord Change My mind I want to be ready Oh, Lord, I want to be ready when the sky cracks. I want to be ready when the Lord descends. I want to be ready when the call is made. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. I'm going to give him the praise because I know he's worthy. And he is my refuge and he is my strength and he is a present help in a time of trouble he is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear he is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid I love him because he first loved me and I want to be with him in glory, I need a change, I need a change, change me, change me Lord, change me, change me, change me. whatever you gotta do, but change. Change me. (laughs) Change me. All down in my spirit. All down in my mind. All down in my heart. Because one of these mornings, and it won't be long, you're going to look for me, and I'll be gone. One of these mornings, I'm not showing up to Bloomfield High School huh, because the Lord's gonna say, That's it. I'm gonna catch you away with me. You're gonna to have to find a substitute that day because huh, I'm going to glory huh, to sing and shout huh, and won't nobody there. Huh. Put me out. Sister Thomas, I'm on my way to heaven. And I'm so glad. The world can't do me no harm. I'm on my way. Do I got somebody in this church that's on their way? If you're on your way, high five your neighbor and say, I'm on my way. High five your neighbor. Say, I'm on my way. On my way And I'm so glad So 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 glad that's why I'm a praising. I feel like giving God the glory here cause I thank God I got a blessed assurance Jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory divine this is just a taste I said this is just a taste this is just a taste of what heaven's going to be every day will be Sunday by and by come on church of God if you love the Lord lift your hands and shout yeah shout yeah shout yeah
0: I'm on my way I'm on my way. And I'm not going to let no devil turn me around. I'm not going to let no demon
1: turn me around. I promised the Lord that I would hold out. We don't sing that song no more. But it's a good one there. I promised the Lord that I would hold out. Hold out meet me in Galilee Lord help me to hold on like never before the world is going crazy but the God we serve is still sovereign I said the world is going crazy but the God that we serve is sovereign he's got you in his hand and he said nothing shall pluck you out of my hand if you stay with Jesus he'll glorify you one day and in everything you went through tell your neighbor it's worth it all it's worth it it's worth it if we make it into the kingdom it's worth it all the ridicule it's worth it all of the denial it's worth it everything we had to suffer it's worth it everything we had to endure it's worth it people thinking you crazy people thinking you out of your mind people thinking you lost your mind but you tell them I didn't lose my mind I've been regenerated I'm being sanctified and one day I'm going to be glorified so while I'm here I'm gonna put in some practice. I'm gonna praise the Lord with everything I got in me. I just need five more minutes here. I'm gonna give God the glory because I know He's been good to me. I'm gonna give God the honor because He's a great God. He didn't leave me by myself, but He washed me and He sanctified me and He justified me. And now now i've been changed and now i've been washed and now i can give god the glory cuz i know one day one day i'm going to where jesus is shout you. Yeah.
0: Hallelujah. Stand with me at this time. I want. I need. Hallelujah. Glory. I need a change. Born into this world a sinner. In need of the help of God. I couldn't change myself. Every time I tried, I always found myself going back to what I said I'd never do. But one day, the Lord found me. I didn't find him. He found me. Oh, the love of God. Hallelujah. He was looking for me. He was actively searching me out. Some of y'all know you should have been dead. You should have been six feet under right now. All of the things you did got into, all of the things you experienced, experiences that could have taken your life. But every time the hand of the devil tried to snatch you, the Lord put his arm over you. Oh, y'all not hearing what I'm saying here every time the clutches of the devil were about to come around your neck, the Lord took you out of the way. Hallelujah! Because he said, you're mine. You're mine. You're mine. Hallelujah. I need a change. I need the Lord to deal with me to the point where I am more like him. Hallelujah. I want to be all that the Lord wants me to be. So one day I can experience that glorification. Hallelujah. Being conformed to the image of his son. There may be somebody here that is yet in your sins. And I'm here to tell you, change is not always easy, but some changes are necessary. When you're talking about the changes we've spoken of today, in every step, the comfort that you have is that Jesus Christ is with you. From regeneration to sanctification, To glorification. The Lord is there every step of the way. And so you don't have to make these changes by yourself. The Lord will see you through. He's made a call to you. The question is, will you respond to his call? He wants you. You need him, but you have to come unto him. You need to repent from your sins. People don't want to talk about sin anymore because it makes people feel bad, but sin is sin. Wrong is wrong. Hallelujah. And we didn't dream this up. This is according to the word of God. You need to repent. You need to say, Lord, I'm sorry for what I've done. And I want, I need a change. I'm inviting you today if you want to change. I'm inviting you to come right now. If you are repented, if you're broken in your heart and you don't want to live in sin anymore, I'm inviting you to come right now. Meet me at this altar because if you repent, I'm telling you, you need to be baptized in the name Lord Jesus Christ so all those sins can be washed away. Is there one today? Is there one? Is there one? Oh, God just needs to minister to your soul. If he ministers to your soul, you ought to come to him. Hallelujah. You ought to come and say, Lord, change me. Hallelujah to the Lord. Amen. There may be somebody that knows I'm still in this process of sanctification. And I want to make sure everything's out of me that's not right so I can be glorified. If that's you, I'm inviting you to this altar right now. This altar is open for you, my brother, my sister. To come unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Come to the Lord. Come to the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy, Lord. I need you to deal with me. I need you to deal with me. I need you, Lord, to sanctify me. Make me clean every wit. Hallelujah. Make me clean every whit. Deal with my spirit. Deal with my heart, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah cast me not away from thy presence please don't take your spirit from me and restore the joy of salvation